mentioned in the first half of the 20th century. Aaron Cooper, Randall Thompson, and Howard Hansen. Poetically, these three poems represent very different perspectives. Emily Dickinson's poems are intimate and introspective, a conversation with oneself about innermost emotions and thoughts. Why did they shut me out of heaven? Did I sing too loud? Copeland sets this in a musical mode that's alternately frightened, curious, angry, and contrite. The mercurial emotions of a young child. Angular lines. Did I sing too loud? Ending with a musical shout. Followed immediately by subdued, dramatic melody. But I can sing a little minor, timid as a bird. Randall Thompson's set of Frost poems, entitled Frosty Line, is a rare example of musical settings of Frost poetry. In fact, Thompson was one of the very few composers ever to receive permission from the poet to set his text. It's reported that after the first performance of Choose Something Like a Star, Frost stood up in the audience and shouted, Sing it again! <laughs> Frost poetry always reminds me of a still life being, ordinary objects that surround us in our everyday lives and that we only would notice when some perceptive artist calls our attention to them. Frost poetry describes these ordinary objects and events in plain but elegant language, and Randall Thompson sets this poetry in a low-key but very elegant musical style. If Robert Frost is a realist, then Walt Whitman is a visionary. His lens is always wide-angled. Continents, civilizations, and ideals, his subject matter. Expansive ideas require expansive music, and Howard Hansen's setting in the Song of Democracy is suitably broad and dramatic. Dare we use the current term? Awesome. <laughs> now I'd like to introduce our guest solos to the evening, Daniel McCormick, singing two of the Emily Dickinson songs by Aaron Copley. Thank you. 